The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello and welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Steven Serta. Chiefs took the practice field for day two of training camp in St. Joseph, Missouri. On Thursday, we heard from defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo, defensive lineman Chris Jones, as well as running back Clyde Edwards-Alaire and offensive guard Joe Tooney. We'll go in that order, starting with Spags, followed by Chris Jones. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll hear from Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Joe Tooney. Here's Spags. I don't have to move it down too bad. Everybody can hear me. Great to see everybody, right? It was great to get out here. I mean, the weather cooperated early. We thought we were going to get a little bit shaky, right? But it worked out really good. Real fired up to be here. Um, Vacation, as I get older, goes by quicker. But I do like it when it gets here. I told my wife that. I'm all fired up. I'm not happy to leave her, but I was all fired up to come here. All right, let me do this real quick. I know there's talk out there about us signing a player. Um, I don't know that there's pen to paper right now, so... I won't go there. I did have a chance to speak with him last night. It was a good visit, and then I'll let Coach Reed take it from there, okay, guys? And I'm sure we'll have opportunities to talk about that player going forward. So with that, I'll just open it up. Coach, you mentioned being fired up, and you had an opportunity to talk to him. Granted, we don't know if it's com- confirmed or not, yeah. but if you did sign him. you got to do that to me, aren't you? you got to do that. That's really good. That's really good, yeah. Um, listen, I, I would say this particular player, how's that? Uh, listen, we're always, listen, I'm always happy to add big, long guys, right, that have experience, have played in the league. But I'll be honest with you, I mean, I do know something about the player just from afar, right? Uh, but until we get him in here to find out where we can use him best, and, I, and that's exactly what I told him last night when we talked. So I'm not sure if it answered the question or not, but that's what I'm going with. Can you talk about where you are at his position without him? Yeah. Um, a little young, right? A little young and a little inexperienced. But I think we've got some good options. I think this is going to be one of those years that it's going to take us three, four, five games, hopefully as we win, where we figure out where everybody goes and who should be doing this and who should be playing. I just think it's one of those years with all the new faces. That's certainly one of the positions that's a little bit new. Yeah. Yeah, the, the only step or one of the only steps left with these guys is what will they do physically when we put those on, the tackling, uh, the block destruction, we call it. I anticipate that George will be really good at that because he's one of those, you know, plays with his hair on fire. 
Uh, and I don't expect that to change. Now, every young guy that comes in, even though they may have dominated at a college level, there is a little bit of a learning curve, right? So we'll, we're going to live with some ups and downs with the young guys, and hopefully, you know, George goes like that, right, throughout the season. But I'm fired up to see what he does physically. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not going to put expectations on Frank. I mean, fr I want Frank to be a steady player just like he has been. I want to, in the fourth year in the system, uh, like all these guys that are in here for the fourth year, I would expect that the MEs go way down. That's an expectation on every veteran that's been here for four years, so it would be the same for Frank. Yeah, I have, I'm all over him on that, by the way. I pulled him over. I don't know if you guys were here all of yesterday's practice. You guys are here the whole practice, right? Yeah, so I had him in the back there in seven-on-seven. Seven. Uh, I didn't do it today because uh, Dave had him. But uh, what, you're, what you're bringing up is really important, in my opinion. Um, most of these guys think, and especially if they've been here four years, right, they think that they can just roll back out there and it's all going to just come back to them. Now, I don't believe in that. I do believe they need the mental reps. The one thing that happens, you guys don't see this, but when we go in the indoor in the afternoon, that's what that is all about. Now, he still can't be involved in that, Rashad, but he is back there getting all the mental. So that's all we can do for right now. Yeah, right now, that's what would happen. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, I got some young dudes back there. Yeah. I tell you what, that, that's an, to, to be honest with you, that's an exciting thing for me personally. I like working with these young guys. I'm not so sure I want so many at one time that we're basically relying on, but I think Joshua's done a really good job. The one thing Joshua does is that when we ask him to do something a certain way, technique-wise, technique -wise, he goes right out there and tries to do that, and he's been doing it all the way through. There's a learning curve there, and there's going to be mistakes. I love the way he competes, though. Yeah, I, I mean, Justin's uh, very similar. I don't, I'm not sure right now because it hadn't been in the system that he's where uh, Tyron was. I'm not sure anybody's going to get to that particular spot. But the guy that has stepped up is Juan Thornhill. I'm talking about out here from a communication standpoint and running the show. He's kind of taken that upon himself, which is about what Juan should be doing right now in his fourth year. Uh, and as Justin gets more comfortable with the system, I would expect him to do the same thing. I hope he's right. I hope he's right. Yeah, I was trying to figure out where you were going with that. You mean with Chris being a DN last year at the beginning? Yeah. Well, you, oh, I see what you're asking. In the Rolodex of my mind, I can't really come up with a specific example. I'm sure there's some there, but that was kind of a natural thing for Chris to go back inside, in my opinion. You know, we were fortunate enough to get Melvin. Um, where it was a little bit more of a challenge was at the beginning when we put him out because it was un, you know it's kind of uncharted territory for him. But you guys know we do move Chris around a little bit. Um, I think your question was that I have anybody else like that. I can't think of anybody right now. I, hopefully that won't happen too much this year. Well, I would say how do you sort of communicate with him for this year? Because you 
Talking about Chris? Nah, I mean, he's, yeah, he's a defensive tackle. I think we all know what we expect from Chris. Yeah. Yep. We're very fortunate to have Nick here, in my opinion. Uh, Nick's a natural thinker. Um, he's a natural football player, too, but um, I'm really, I'm, I'm glad that we have Nick because uh, I think he does a really good job. And I don't think he's at the, just like with Tyron, you know, safety's being at Tyron's level after Tyron was in it for three years. I'm not sure Nick will be at that level as Hitch after Hitch had it for three years, but I'm, I am encouraged with what he's doing right now. Oh, is that right? I didn't even know that. Yeah. With throw, we, uh, this is this. I, I think I've. Go ahead. Is there a different question? Yeah. I believe I said this in the spring because I, I think a uh, particular same question was asked. This is well, this is what we're doing right now. We're going to throw most everything at them. Just find out what this group can do, and then go from there. That's what we're going to end up doing. So at some point, you're asking, is it going to scale back? It probably has to. Yeah. And, but that, that's typical of any year. Training camp, you get it all in so that when you want to go back in game seven and pick something out that you worked in training camp, it's not brand new to them. So these guys do have to fight through some volume right now. That's what they got to do. He's been, play, he's been playing corner for us. Yeah, he's lined up at corner. The horn just blew. Can I get uh, Does that mean I'm done? That means nothing in here. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Huge, huge benefit, but there's quite a number of new faces. It'd be different if it was just one. Right, because uh, like even last year, I'm trying to think. Most of the group was back, right? Who would have been new? Uh, Nick, and Nick would have been new, right? So we really didn't scale it back, and Nick had to get up to speed with everybody. But this whole group, it will be, it will be um, throttled down a little bit. We're gonna have to do that. We got to find out what these guys can do and be playing fast on game one. But that doesn't mean that we don't challenge them right now. Part of doing all of this is to find out which guys can think fast. If you go out there and you play two coverages and two fronts, right, you, and then you get into game five and you need to change some things because of whatever you're playing, you guys can't get, we'll, we'll know who can and who can't. I hope I don't have to answer that question again. <laughs> Are we done with that one? <laughs> Sam, have you, have you, um, have you coached? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> no, I, because I think the, the, you know, every coach has to do that, right? Too much, too little. But every player needs to know whatever you put in. That's the NFL, right? Am I good? You're good. All right, thank yeah, you. Because no, 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 no. there's a report out there the Chiefs are adding Carlos Dunlap. Um, I know we visited last night, but if this report is true, uh, what, do you, what do you know of the player and what do you think he'll bring to this team? I mean, Carlos Dunlap, uh, his resume speaks for itself. I think he had seven, eight sacks last year for Seattle. Um, you know, he's a high character guy. I trained with him this off season um, in Miami, and um, if we're able to add him, and if the report is true, uh, 
will accept Carlos with open arms. I think he's a veteran guy that's had a lot of experience in this league, and um, to have a veteran guy like that in this position group, I think it would be remarkable. Um, no, we don't really talk about, you know, I always told him I'd love to play with you, you know what I mean? Uh, guys like Carlos Dunlap, Justin Houston, guys who set the standard when I was in the league. You know, I um, watched some of their film when I first came in the league. So uh, it's always a pleasure to kind of be around that type of guy, high character guy, you know. I think um, experience, one of the things, you know, we got a young group this year, uh, fairly young to me. I'm like one of the older guys in the group. Um, I think he bring a lot of experience. He can bring a lot of wisdom to the group. He also can... Uh, influence the group, you know what I mean, with his, uh, his leadership ability. So uh, we'll love to have him. I was surprised, man. Um, Melvin, one of those guys, I uh, I felt like I didn't have enough time with. He was remarkable for us, man. Just uh, his presence meant a lot to us. And uh, uh, unfortunately, we got him later on in the year, you know what I mean? Me and Melvin was able to build a bud. We still kind of talked today. I congratulated him on his signing in Miami. And uh, uh, we look forward to seeing them. What about you? What, what are your goals? My goal is to make sure that this D-line is one of the best D-line in the league. You know, whether it's sacks, whether it's playing the run, and whether it's being gritty on the field. You know, and I feel like this team drives, well, the defense drives off the D-line. So the D-line, you know, my point of emphasis, we take this day by day. It's a journey. But as uh, long as we're making strides 1% better than yesterday, then we're, we're going in the right direction. He's a high-energy guy. Um, he's uh, very teachable. Uh, he's here to learn. I think he's uh, on the path he's on. I think he, he'll be a good asset for us on the D-line. But, you know, he's still learning. We all are. How do you go across the defensive line? You mentioned your grittiness and everything. How do you go across trying to teach that and instill that in the young guys? Do you see it so far from them? Yeah, it's something you got to instill since day one. You know what I mean? It's something that um, is going to be the foundation of this defense, you know, from, uh, you know, the D-line for me is the foundation of the defense and then carry on to the back end. And um, if the D-line play like a minute, uh, you know, I feel like we set the tone for this defense, you know. So I, I feel like that's a huge aspect for us, me and Frank Clark right now, to make sure we set the tone day-to-day -day for this defense, make sure we set it, set the bar high and what we expect from the younger guys. Yeah, we're gritty, man. We're definitely gritty here. Um, you know, I, I have no opinion on it. I think it's what required. And I, I think, you know, um, as soon as I'm able to take it off, I will. Really? Yeah. Nothing. Just make sure I'm in the best shape of my life to make sure that uh, I'm, uh, I'm able to play however many plays this, uh, this team want me to play. Chris Banks mentioned Um, I can reiterate what Spag says. I see a, a, 
a maturity level is increasing on Juan Thornhill. He's forced to do more. So when you when you expect more from a person, they actually give more. So we send a lot of uh, leadership abilities from Juan. I always told Juan he was the guy I always encouraged Juan. So just to see him blossom is a, you know for me it's excitement. So uh, I think Juan is going to be really really good for us. Him and Justin, I think our back end is going to be really really good. Um, yeah, it's amazing, man. Um, actually, I started missing football, man. I wanted to be around my teammates. I wanted to be around the culture, and especially the fan base, one of the best fan bases in the uh, NFL, you know, and our uh, fans support us through thick and thin, you know. And we've been fortunate enough to give back to them by four AFCs. And, you know, um, that's a journey. That's a journey, you know. It starts here. Um, you see how full it is out there on a day-to-day basis, and these are just the first two days. So, um uh, uh, I appreciate the support from our fan base. I love you, KC, when they watch this. And uh, it, it's very encouraging to us to see how many people come out here and support us. You mentioned being around, you mentioned being around your, your teammates. Uh, we hear about the offensive guys being together in the offseason, offensive line, uh, receivers. How much does your defense or defensive line get together? Um, I think it's a little different. Um, defensive line, we kind of get together. But for the defensive line to get with the DBs, we do two different types of workouts. For, so for them to be pulling sleds, we'll be looking at them a type of way. But uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So different type of workout. And um, But I think um, it's very imperative for you to build a chemistry along the defense, whether it's just hanging out, whether it's going to lunch, whether it's just a phone call or a text message, just to see how they're doing. So I think that's very huge for the success of the team. I think me and Joe see eye to eye. Um, I love Joe, actually. Um, I think uh, our standard is the same. The bar for the D-line is high, as it should be. I, I think his expectation level uh, for us as individuals and also us as a group is where it needs to be. And, you know, it's a journey, man. It's a day-to-day process. You know, um, don't get too high, don't get too low. You know, just try to stay even flow because some days you're going to have really, really good days and some days the offense might kick our ass, but it's a, it's a learning, it's a learning curve for us as a D-line. Hey, Chris, what's, what's uh, Nick Bolton been like in the huddle, you know, call to play, especially, and especially compared to last year's rookie mature? Um, he's been the same as he always been. He's been very vocal. He's, uh, he's been a, uh, a, a special point on his defense, man. Uh, Nick, Nick, you know, since the first time he stepped on the field, you see how in awe we was as not only fans but as teammates. You know what I mean? When you see a guy doing so well, you know, it, it only can help this defense. So, you know, we're glad to have Nick back there. Him and Willie Gay got to keep those guys healthy. It's nothing deeper, man. We just got to get the quarterback down. Okay, thanks, Chris. Thank you, guys. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What it do?
First off, just, yeah, first off, just the health, everything's okay. Oh yeah, I'm straight. Okay. Yep. Anybody else? You were on pup. You were officially on pup though for a minute. Overnight, I guess it was one of those. I mean, a couple hours. Uh, it was. I don't know. I was, you know, com kind of confused. With, but whatever. I mean, what Coach Reed told you. Yeah, that's what I know. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm just like y'all. So it was, you know, if it was if it was communicated or, or you know, however he told y'all, that's that's what he told me. And then I was like, I'm practicing, and he was like, I, I know you're practicing. So it was like, all right, okay, high five, and was out the door. Like that's all it was. So I mean. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, last camp I was coming out, you know, my gallbladder surgery and just kind of, but, you know, first camp I was, it was my rookie year, so, uh, so I was just say it was just last camp, just recovering from, you know, the gallbladder surgery, but as far as the comfortability, as far as, you know, year three, I'm more relaxed than anything, um, just understanding the offense and understanding, you know, timing of everything, understanding positions of everything, actually learning different positions as far as, you know, the receiver standpoint and then understanding what the old line is trying to get done. Um, it's different when, you know, you come in and the only thing you're trying to do is just learn your job. Um, and, you know, it, it kind of pinpoints certain things so you only worried about you. But once you get into, you know, uh, the comfortable feeling of the entire offense and learning the entire concepts of everything, um, you start to see the bigger picture of everything. And you start to see when once things get added on, it's not like, oh, this is an entirely new playbook. It's just like little wrinkles. Um, and then it, it, it benefits week to week depending on, you know, who we play in. And it might be something we run out here tomorrow that I might not see again into January. So it's just one of those things that once you understand it, you can do whatever you want to do with it, and then it's, it's nothing confusing. So I'll say that's that's the most beneficial thing coming into year three. Adding to that, Clyde, um, when you have a whole new offensive line like last year, and now you have most of those guys back this year, yeah. that you're sort of looking for that you want to see that you can tell was part of that constantly Man, the biggest thing is is communication. I mean, I, you can say pinpoint and, and look at, you know, certain things that everybody's doing, but as long as you can communicate and figure out, you know, what the next guy is doing, I mean, it's 11 pieces working together on one play at that time. So um, you figure it out, you know, get the calls. They communicate whatever they need to communicate to me, and we execute it. Uh, so it's 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 easier coming in the year or two, uh, being able to communicate with those guys, um, and they uh, you know they're also understanding the offense, understanding uh, a lot of the terminology that we're using. So that's one of those things that makes it a lot easier. It's just not like oh well you know last year where I was we were doing this and we just called it this. So so y'all called it this. Like it's it's just one of those things. It's just language. So once you once everybody gets comfortable with that, uh, it, it gets a lot easier. Of the landmarks or the place of where you want to be on certain things, how much do you have a say in sort of adjusting that from year to year, or is it more Coach EB, Andy, you know, obviously Greg, sort of seeing, I, seeing what worked? And yeah, I feel like I feel like man, it's it's so much film study and and you know so much so many like oh well they are picking up this thing and you know we're trying to you know work this and if we're trying to get this guy implemented in the past game a little bit more. Um, and then we have so many more new pieces. The only thing you can do is stick people in play in certain spots and then see, you know, oh, well, that's a good combination. It's like we got so many weapons. It's, it's to the point to where, you know, we could put 
I'm I'm outside. McCole could be in the backfield. You know what I'm saying? We could put two fours. We could put however you want to do it. It's the whole understanding of the offense. And once you have so many skilled guys that can kind of run anything and get in certain positions, you don't want to switch positions in certain spots because if I'm not, if it's just me just not, you know, filling a certain spot and the next guy has to go in and run, you know, run the same play, just making an adjustment for me is not, you know, beneficial for the offense. So. You're going to go where your numbers call. How much damage do you think that you could you could potentially have in the past game, be it on the line of scrimmage or in screens and whatnot? Man, uh, you know I'm a thousand and ten percent confident in my hands. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm, I'm one of the best pass catchers as far as you know running back in the league, and I'll, I'll completely stand on that. Um, and that's just that's just one of those things. I feel like Coach E B and Coach Reed are, they're trying to they're trying to get implemented. Um, you know, and and just want to patch things too, like. I don't just have to throw it to the receiver. I can throw it to, you know, anybody on the field. I mean, we throw it to O-linemen, too, so it's just that's what we do. Like, that's we, we throw the ball to everybody. What do you think held you back the last few years from being able to show that more? Um, you know, it's it's un- concepts and personnel. I mean, if 10's 80 yards downfield and I'm running a flat, who you going to throw it to? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm, I'm going to throw the touchdown. Like, it's, it's, it's those things that, that wins games, but, you know, that flat might have – pulled that wheel back out just so he can get up the field. So it's those things. You know, everything benefits, but it's like once you start adding in certain wrinkles and can implement, you know, um, me in the past game as far as being outside and not just running, you know, flats and, and just from a stationary spot, um, you know, it, it, gets a, it gets a lot more fun for me and everybody else. Do you need more of that without 10 then? Routes to you, things like that. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of those guys that's like, you know, throw me the ball. Whoever, whoever can get the ball thrown. I mean, it's Pat, bro. He might be looking this way and throw it behind his back. Like you don't know where the ball is going, so it's like, oh, you know, you can't complain about targets and everything else. It's, I'm here. It's a, it's, a, it's 11 guys on the field, and it's, if the ball's flying my way, my job is to catch it and go make a play. Is that a good experience that you had from LSU, from your LSU days, knowing how talented you all were, and that offense is that sort of? Get you in the right frame of mind for this type of experience. Oh yeah, most definitely, man. It's I'm not a selfish guy, far from it. Um, and I can I, I, I'm I don't want to say like you know I could care less whoever's getting the ball, but it's like man, if we getting the ball and we getting down the field and we winning games, like why complain about it? You know what I'm saying? And, and it's like some people would be like you know I, I would want the ball. This is this, but it's if that's what's working at that time the next two weeks just might be my weeks. So it's like you can't you can't sit there and dwell on something that's not benefiting you know you personally or your ego it's like you know what i'm saying it's, it's, it's more important to me like i put on a helmet that says chiefs not you know it was elair's not posted on every everything that i you know that i have so um it's always about the brand but it's also about you know those guys and, and the organization who we're playing for you mentioned, you mentioned uh in the past about how much you leaned on dirt um now that he's not here uh, rojo's the elder statesman in the room how mm-hmm. much are you leaning on him and what has he brought to that right Man, so you know, just the, the the benefit of everybody, man. I remember telling, <laughs> I remember telling Coach Reed, it's like, man, if you brought a co- if you brought a baby in here, you know, I can I'll be able to learn from. You know, this is this is one of those things. I'm always trying to grab stuff from anybody, um, but you know, being able to to know that he came from a different organization and and was different things were you know brought upon him. For, it could have been nutrition, just anything. You know, I I try to pull that. Um, but you know, my the guy that I'm you know pulling from the most is Jet. Um, I mean, the guy got drafted in 13. I think I was like in eighth grade or something like that. And uh, he's still playing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like 
I look at that. That's that's one of them things that I I don't I don't, I don't bat an eye to it. And I I mean, and I'm completely transparent. Like jet help, you know what I'm saying? Point blank, period. That's that's me. Help me. Let's do this nutrition junk. Let's do this. You know what I'm saying? Normal take whatever I need to do in order to have my body right. That's how I. That's that's always you know how I've been and. Um, he's been he's been that guy that's been you know that's been pinpointing me and kind of lead me in the, in the in the right direction and um, you know when when I didn't know if, if Jet was coming back and then, you know when I found out Dirty was leaving, TK, I mean Travis was uh, actually my closest neighbor, so it was like man, pull up at Travis' house get some work you know what I'm saying and 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 ask him, I mean who wouldn't want to learn from, you know, the best tight end in the league and, and how long he's been playing and, you know, the, the hit it just it's so much that comes in this league. Um, the only thing you can do is learn. So, you know, that was that was one of my things. Just try to pull from those guys as much as I can. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. the second year how's that cohesion getting even better and how do you want it to get better throughout the course yeah um for sure it's been great you know having a year under a belt and kind of playing with each other for you know, a decent amount of time in the season and understand the playbook better and just little nuances and things that go along with it so um yeah it's been really it's been great you know knowing everyone better and um yeah it's going well so far what does your offseason look like to kind of give you that continuity that you have um just you know just um Trained hard together, you know, got in our playbooks again, you know, evaluated, um, you know, what, what we can do to get better. And, um, you know, just tried to, you know, make improvements individually and as a whole. And I just try to keep working and improving and building. Is there anything that you did different this offseason compared to years before because now being with the Chiefs? No, I think, you know, just, um, you know, just getting the playbook, you know, working hard, trying to, you know, get physically um, healthy and everything and, yeah, get prepared. Yeah, I mean, just, um, you know, whatever the coaches want me to play, I'm willing to play whatever, just like to play football. It doesn't matter where. Um, just want to be out there on the field with the guys, and um, yeah, that's kind of the, the bottom line. Anywhere, just, just want to play. What's your feel about how you did left tackle Yeah, I mean, um, there's always definitely things to improve on. Um, you know, um, yeah, just, it was, it was all right. Just wanted to, you know, always things I can get better at, but, um, you know, just kind of a crazy day with that day, and um, just uh, just want to you know try and protect and do well in the run game and everything, and um, you know always stuff to improve on. What's your take on, on the Guardians cap? Oh, um, yeah, I mean, uh, just if it you know if it helps reduce head injuries, you know that's always you know really good, and um, just you know kind of just is what it is, and yeah. Would you continue to wear it after the mandatory? Time. I think I'll just have to see how see how it's going. You know, once we put the pads on and everything, and see how it goes through that, and just kind of make a decision then. Um, so yeah, just keep keep going with it. Um, see how it goes. Is it heavier? Can you notice the heaviness of it? Um, it, a little bit. Nothing crazy though. Joe, what do you say to Roderick so far? As put that left tackle. Just you know, what, where's your conversations with him? How he's performing so far? Yeah, for sure, doing really well. Um, you know, digging in the playbook, um, communicating a lot, you know, just trying to be on the same page in every play. And, um, you know, he's a great guy. And um, so, yeah, just um, trying to, you know, get better uh, every day. So. Joe, you talked about communication. We know that's key. Um, how much has the younger guys uh, that you're next to uh, improved on that? For sure. Um, yeah, I think, like um, like it was said earlier, kind of it was a new room last year. And I think everyone's kind of, um, you know, 
understanding, you know, everyone got a year under their belt with the, you know, Creed and Trey, and I mean, the, the rookies this year are doing a great job too. Um, you know, you know, getting in the playbook, you know, understanding the offense, and um, so yeah, I think uh, it's it's going well, and um, you know, obviously it's early in training camp, still lots to you know get better at and improve on, but you know, so far so good. So. You've heard the Chiefs uh, signed Carlos Dunlap today. You've played against him before. What, what kind of player are the Chiefs getting? Yeah, um, I think, uh, try, um, yeah, just a um, talented defensive lineman who's been in the league, a veteran of the NFL for a long time. And, um, you know, obviously, um, whatever, we have a great, you know, staff and GM, and, you know, they do a great job of putting, you know, trying to put the best team together. So, um, you know, absolute trust in them. And, um, yeah, I'm sure it'll be a great addition. Guys, I don't imagine you guys had much in the way of one-on-one. Not, not, uh, not too much, no. Yeah. So you mentioned Creed and, and Trey a couple of questions ago, and over the past couple of days, they've used the word physical. They want to be, you know, they want the Chiefs' offensive line to be known for its physicality. How do you go about uh, developing that mentality? Uh, does it start? Where does it start in the offseason that this is our goal for the regular season? Yeah, I mean, I think it can start all the way back to the beginning of OTAs, you know, just talking about it, watching film, seeing what we can do to improve um, run game, pass game, you know, the whole aspect of offensive line. Um, you always want to be a physical offensive line, you know, and, um, and, you know, it takes all five guys and um, just, you know, it starts there and then you just keep building and building. And obviously, you know, training camp's a great place to, you know, grow it even more. And, um, yeah, but it's just kind of a day-to-day thing. And, um, yeah. Like an internal competition, who has the most pancakes? <laughs> um, um, nothing too crazy or anything. Just um, we always, you know, um, you know, we, we as an offensive line, we want to pride ourselves on being physical and physicality, and um, you know, getting great movement in the run game. You know, great in the pass game, and um, so it's um, you know, constant theme, and um, you know, we're always striving to get better at it. There's, there's differences in protecting every quarterback. What did you kind of learn throughout the season as far as you know, the keys to protecting the homes and the little things you have to do differently? Did it change your approach during the season last year or change your approach going into this year? Um, you know, I think, um, you know, Patrick's a great, you know, you know, amazing quarterback. And um, just as you know, never want to get see him get hit or never want him to get hit at all. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a team game and we want to, you know, throw up a wall as best we can and um, give him as – much time as needed and um, so really just um, kind of the fundamentals stay the same and um, just you know play through the deck of the whistle and um, yeah just try and play with great technique and physicality and effort and yeah. Does it require a little bit more running protecting Mahomes and maybe some other guys? Oh uh, I mean you know just always try and play through the deck of the whistle so however long the play is that's you know just block forever and um, you know that's, that's yeah that's pretty much that's the mindset yeah. I don't know if you heard any of these comments just earlier about, but earlier this week about Patrick Mahomes kind of running around, and then somebody mentioned the word street ball. Do you, do you think anything about that when you see Patrick play? No, I, I, uh, I don't know. I, he's a, like I said, an amazing quarterback. Has amazing plays, and um, you know his production speaks for itself. And I'm just glad to be playing, um, you know, with him. And um, you know, it makes it really fun at practice, and um, brings a lot of great energy and focus, and. He's so detailed, and so, um, yeah, he's just nothing but great things to say about him. Yeah, for sure. Um, he, he plays right side, left side, guard, tackle. You know, he's always comes in. 
Um, brings a great work ethic, you know, veteran of this team, veteran of this offense. Um, you know, he's um, done a great job over the years and continues to do so, and it's really fun playing with him. How do you think the run game can be better this year? Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's always things to improve, and as offensive line, we always want to get, you know, more movement, more, um, you know, open up bigger holes and um, do a better job and, you know, create those lanes for the runners and, um, you know, um, uh, just, yeah, I, um, I think I'll have to, you know, take a closer look and um, see. But, you know, there's um, always things we can get better at. All right, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.